This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Youth Impact on 105.4 FM at Otago Access Radio in collaboration with Volunteer South. Here, we will take you down the world of volunteering and the impact you can make in your community. Welcome to The Youth Impact. Welcome to your impact. Hello and welcome back to The Youth Impact. Uh, first of all, we've got the 2022 Volunteer Awards coming up soon and they are accepting nominations. So the Volunteer Awards are accepting nominations from the 21st of June to the 24th of July. So it has already been open for a little bit, but you still got plenty of time to come in. Like, what is that, like a month? And there are award categories. So this year the awards are split into two categories. We've got the Programs category and the Volunteers category. So the programs category offers awards for the volunteer programs or the organizations and the volunteer category obviously is for the individual or the groups of volunteers themselves. So there's the overall winner, the Spirit of Volunteering Award, which is for an individual group or volunteer program that embodies the spirit of volunteering and has made a significant contribution to the volunteer community. So under the programs category, we have the volunteer program of the year. So this includes a program that has shown commitment and passion for developing and engaging um, a program. So they would be offering meaningful volunteer opportunities and experiences to celebrate uh, their volunteers. The next category is diversity and inclusion for a volunteer program that has shown commitment to diversity and they've reduced barriers to accessing volunteering and have fostered culture of inclusivity. Uh, Next we have the transformative volunteering for a volunteer program that has provided opportunities for meaningful, transformative and impactful volunteering. Volunteers have inspired to gain broader perspectives, become more empathetic, undergo changes that impact positively on their wider lives. Uh, Next we have the resilience and adaptability Uh, So for a volunteer program that has demonstrated resilience by holding fast to their principles or making innovative adaptions to respond effectively in challenging times. And lastly, we've got collaborative volunteering, a volunteer program that has successfully collaborated with other organizations or individuals to amplify the positive impact of their cause. And the next category is obviously the volunteers category. So this will be for the individuals themselves or groups of volunteers. Uh, So there's the volunteer of the year, a volunteer who has shown commitment, passion and care for their volunteering and made a significant difference to their cause and community at large. There is the team of the year, so this is a group of volunteers who have shown commitment, passion and care and made a significant difference in their community. The leader of volunteers, uh, so this is for an individual who has shown strong leadership in managing volunteers and they have been welcoming, supportive and created a space where volunteers have been recognised. There's the Rising Star Award for a young volunteer up to 24 years old, who has shown outstanding commitment to volunteering, have effectively supported a cause they are passionate about and embraced personal development. And last but not least, the Resilience for... And last but not least, the Resilience Award for a volunteer who has overcome barriers or challenges in an in inspiration to their community. So again, uh, the Volunteer Awards are still taking nominations up till the 24th of July... And if you know anyone that any of those categories sounded like or of any organization that you're for uh, sounded like, 
obviously the organization section, uh, I definitely recommend just putting them in for nomination. And I'm excited to see what's going to happen this year. Uh, Last year we did do interviews with some of the winners of the awards. So, yeah, super excited to see uh, what's going to happen. And I wish everyone out there good luck. And if you want more information that isn't just me stuttering here, uh, go to volunteerawards.nz, all one word, and you'll basically find everything that I've just read out except better. So this week on the Youth Impact, I thought I would talk about change, uh, seeing as Matariki has just ended and, you know, that's technically the Māori New Year. And, I mean, I guess it's also winter, but I'm also a little behind on winter. Things are changing is kind of what I'm getting at. And, you know, it's inevitable that things will change and sometimes stuff happens. Uh, I just thought I'd talk about it because I think it's an important thing, I guess. You know, this intro is going nowhere. (laughs) Recently, a lot of change is starting to happen Um, in my life personally. I'm about to start going back to politics soon. Um, I'm taking care of my niece and nephew more frequently now because babysitting, I guess. And honestly, um, I was never good with change. Like, you know, when I was younger, I was terrible with change and I'm, I'm not a fan. It's too sudden. I would move my room around and... You know, I have a little bit of a freak out just because my bed wasn't in the same place. I keep tripping over it. Um, But, you know, obviously change comes in different ways of just being something small and something big. And there's always, you know, a little bit of comfort level depending on uh, which change is which, I guess. But it was change that kind of made me into the person I am today, which is so cliche to say, and I hate saying it. But I there was one big change that I had to go through um, that, that kind of changed who I am and how I've done things, which (laughs) shockingly came with me doing so much volunteer work. Um, so I didn't think you probably weren't expecting that on this volunteer based show that I'm about to praise volunteering for changing me so much, but boy, howdy, here we go. So when I was, I, I guess in high school, um, which wasn't that super long ago. Please stop judging me for being older, whatever. I went through this whole thing that, you know, most people in high school go through, which is the learning to to be myself. Um, because that's, that's basically what you're doing in high school. You're figuring out who you are as a person. And, you know, that's all very exciting and very cool. But it did come with the fact that everything I did was for myself, which isn't a bad thing per se, but it was all that I did. I didn't do anything for anyone else. It was always just for me. And, you know, that's not a great way to live by. I'm okay with doing some things for yourself, like obviously taking care of yourself is incredibly important, but I wouldn't do things for other people unless like I was obviously going to get something out of it or it would help me in the long run, which, you know, is a little bit of a selfish look at things. And then I did volunteering, which the whole thing with volunteering is you're doing something for other people. Now, when I started, I was doing it for myself. I needed to build up my CV. So I obviously needed to get some jobs and jobs wouldn't take you unless you had experience. And to get experience, you had to work. So volunteering was kind of the way to go. And that's all I was really doing it for. 
and you know it's all I care about and I was doing uh work in or volunteer work in an elderly rest home and you know obviously I still did the job and I was still very pleasant to people but I wouldn't have done it per my own choice if I just as was um just because I was that kind of person and that's who I was and I needed to do it for uh, credits or just for, you know, trying to do something else in my life. Um, None of this ended up working out. Uh, I didn't pass the end of high school. I actually, you know, didn't do very well. Shockingly, not doing any math or science when you could choose your own courses wasn't the way to go. Um... So I didn't have enough credits by the end of it. Not saying that you couldn't get enough credits. I really didn't try that hard in the last year. So, you know, it's all on me. But then it started this whole thing of, you know, woe is me. I've clearly done something wrong. And I I had to take a break. Well, I was supposed to take a break. I ended up going to Polytech instead of uni, which uni was like my end goal of doing things. I wanted to be the first person in my family to actually go to uni. Um, Why? I don't know. I thought it was important. It wasn't in the end. Um, So I stopped doing a lot of volunteer work. I didn't do much of any work except to do the one goal of going to uni. And my life was absolutely miserable. Um, Wasn't a fan of anything. But because my plans had changed... Um, I, I didn't have any backup plans. I didn't know what I was doing, uh, because, oh, big change has happened. Don't know what to do. So I went to Polytech. I ended up doing a business course. What do I do with, I have two business certificates now. What do I do with that? I don't know, (laughs) but I got them, um, which was a surprise to everyone. And I was able to get into uni. But lo and behold, I didn't. Another change happened. Uh, we moved out of my childhood home uh, and we sold it so we could go on a, or me and my dad went on a round trip to uh, America for like a month. And then we we're supposed to go to Europe. So I went to America for a month. America's not that bad. It's pretty good, honestly, if you just don't look too closely. And I really enjoyed it there. Loved it there. Then we went to Ireland, on, which was our first stop on our way to um, Europe. Completely different. Like, absolute flip-flop. America, everything was, like, huge. Like, you'd go into a city and, like, buildings were, like, so ridiculously tall. Everything was so loud. There were always so many people there. We went to Ireland and... We were, like, the only people we saw for, like, a good hour trying to find the inn that we were staying in. And it was out in, like, this village and, like, the countryside. Completely different. And I did not handle that change well, like, at all. Even though, even though it was a change going from New Zealand to America and, like, spending so much time there, I adapted well to begin with. But I don't think I actually did. I think the change shocked me, but America is so fast-paced and I had so much to do anyway that I couldn't really accept that. Because, like, the first thing that we did when we went to America, we went to Disneyland, which was, like, my childhood dream. So, you know, a little busy. And then we went from America to Ireland, and Ireland's just quiet, peaceful, beautiful. And I it just really sunk in that, oh, 
I am across the world from my home and I also actually really don't like traveling. Uh, I, I traveled a lot as a kid. I don't like it now. Uh, so I went home early and left my dad to, you know, travel the rest of Europe and stuff. I'd actually seen Europe before, been there, done that. Oh, aren't I fancy? Um, I'm not a fan. Well, I'm not not a fan. I'm really just not a fan of traveling. I just don't adjust well, shockingly. So I went home. And when I got home, I did get into uni. And I was like, finally, this is it. This is my goal. And I finally done it. What did my goal get me? I hadn't actually thought about what I wanted to do with the goal. The goal was to get into uni. And that was it. Uh, So I had nothing more. I had no more plan for that. Um, I did an English course because, I don't know, I, I thought I was really good at English. And I was. I wasn't too bad. It was just definitely not for me in the end. I wasn't, it really just wasn't for me. And, which is also a shock in of itself, um, the change of my expectations to reality. Um, I am all about creative writing English. Creative writing English at uni is a summer school thing and not like a full year thing. So already not not doing great. And so I did leave uni. And so throughout, throughout Polytech and uni, I did do... Um, a few one-off volunteer jobs. Uh, I believe I did some kitten cafe stuff and I did an exhibition um, like through the Polytech because they were also going to help me get credits into university. Again, I was still doing everything for myself. That was, that was my goal. That was what I was doing. And it didn't really fulfill me in any way. Uh, what I was doing at uni wasn't who I was or who I thought I was, at least. Um, and it, it, it just wasn't working. And and this was all within the span of, like, three years. So it, it was still a very short thing, but it wasn't... Yeah, there was a lot of change. I <laughs> Now I no longer... So by the end of it, I no longer had a house. I didn't have um, a degree. I had two business certificates for some reason. And I was stuck in a course that I uh, really wasn't happy in uh, because of the person who I thought I was and wasn't the person that I was supposed to be. So I took a bit of a break from everything. And then lo and behold, a little thing you might have heard of uh, called COVID-19 hit. And that was actually the hard reset I kind of needed. So obviously we all remember... We couldn't do anything, um, which took me a bit to reflect on my life. And I had to think about, who oh boy, what am I doing? <laughs> um, I wasn't happy. I wasn't doing like anything at all. So I had to think of what I wanted to actually do now. Because uh, my original plan definitely wasn't working out. And I didn't really have much else going on. And I really didn't know who I was supposed to be once again. So I had to take a good hard look at what I was actually doing and what I enjoyed doing. And honestly, there wasn't a lot that I could figure out uh, that I enjoyed doing that would, you know, 
do anything. Um, at the end of the day, it did end up being I really liked helping people. I loved the feeling that you'd get when you'd help someone. And so I tried to figure out what I could do with that, how I could go back to uni with that. Because, again, because at the time, that was still my end goal was to go back to uni. Um but I didn't, I didn't know where to start with that, and I didn't know what that could be. Like, was I going to become a social worker? Was I going to go be a counsellor? Uh, none of these things really feel, felt like it fit me, um, just because the, the amount of toll it would take on me emotionally and mentally, I knew I wouldn't be able to keep up with. And I really didn't know what to do. I was like, considering to being a nurse at one point... Um, I'm really not that good at first aid. I've got the basics down, but I, 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 my, my memory is not that great. So I couldn't figure out what I wanted to be. And then I went on volunteer self. And this is, this is, this is such a cliche origin story. Like it's so terrible. I went on volunteer self as just, just cause someone recommended the website to me. And I was like, volunteering's not my thing I've never liked volunteering like why would I why would I want to do this and I went and looked and I couldn't and I was like this is this is just a waste of time but at least I'm having a look so I can pretend I'm doing something and I saw two jobs they were right next to each other there was one uh for Dunedin Pride where they wanted a facilitator to work in their groups and I was like I am a gay of sorts <laughs> and I was like perfect that sounds easy enough and you know I, I'll get to hang out with people that I you know I could get along with and make a community out of I guess because I've, I've never actually I'd never been a part of the LGBTQ uh, community beforehand so I was like oh I'll give it a I'll give it a go um you know something new and it was always a community I wanted to be a part of but i him really socially awkward and I could never go the second one was they were looking for someone to help work on a volunteer radio show I think we all know how that went um it's okay and this has been a really weird autobiography I'm so sorry I've definitely gone on a tangent but the point I'm trying to get across is that I went from someone that only cared about myself to someone that really cared about their community and loves their community uh both in uh the lgbt community and also just the volunteer community itself like working here doing this show for people that listen it it gave me the fulfillment that i was looking for that i you know i didn't realize was missing at the time but it you know it just kind of it kind of clicked way better for me um it's about helping people, and with volunteer work, it was so much less stressful and, you know, worrying than just, you know, going into another career. Because, again, I had just failed uni and I'd failed high school, and I was, like, going into another career, and if I'm wrong again, like, what am I going to do? This built up the confidence of it wasn't wrong for me. If it was wrong for me so be it I could just stop doing it and it wouldn't impact my student loans it wouldn't impact uh, a lot of things it was just volunteer work and obviously it didn't not work out I'm, I'm doing quite well here and I fit very well but it was such a relief 
to be able to start something without the impending doom of what if I fail? What's going to happen to me again? Because my whole story, the point of that was to say I went through so many things before I found something that fit and I went through so many changes that I hated until it kind of sorted itself out. And I went from someone who only thought about themselves to someone that thinks about others as well as themselves. I'm not saying completely forget about yourself, only care about others. There has to be a balance between yourself and others that you should take in. The main thing theme for this episode was supposed to be change. Um, how things change and I guess how you cope with change. But I can't really tell you that. Uh, everyone copes with change differently. Um, and I, I wanted to share my story just because, one, I go on a lot of tangents a lot of the times and it's the easiest thing for me to talk about because I was there. But two, just because that was so many things that happened in such a short period of time, that change really affected me and I didn't cope with change, like at all. I eventually learned to go with the flow, which kind of worked for me, I suppose. It won't work for everyone else. Um, the The reason it worked for me best is because I did have a great support team of friends and family that were there for me. Without them, I couldn't have done, like, half the things I did. I learned a lot of lessons along the way. Do I remember most of them? Not really. I'm going to be honest, like, I can't write them down on a bit of paper. I'm sure, like, maybe you can figure out some of them. Um, maybe some of the lessons are don't be afraid to try or try again. If you fail, uh, you'll succeed next time or something. I don't know. I definitely went through some stuff. Not all of it was super hard and, you know, not overly exciting, I'm going to be honest. But what I went through altered how I thought and saw other things and other people. I learned a bit more empathy. I learned to put myself back out there, um, like job-wise and stuff. And I learned that I'm actually really bad at English. What a shock. Uh, but all of these things, they changed me. They changed how I looked at things. They changed what I wanted to do with my life. I went from someone that didn't really have a long-term plan other than go to uni, do good, to I want to continue doing this work. I want to continue with my show. I want to continue uh, helping people at Dunedin Pride. I want to just continue making more of a difference than I had, you know, before I started the day. And not everyone's going to have the same kind of goals as me. I know that. Um, but I know a lot of people out there will start by just, you may think that you're doing things for others, but take a look at your motivations just like a little bit. And sometimes you'll honestly be surprised. Is it really for others? I thought I was doing so much good working in rest homes and stuff. Um, but looking back, I really was doing it for myself. It's not like the worst thing is definitely something that you can do. Like obviously look after yourself. It's who you are. It just didn't sit well with me. That wasn't who I was meant to be. And I think a lot of people will be surprised 
at their own motivations, like who they are, like that little voice on the inside. So this episode has definitely made little to no sense. Um, I've told you probably more information about myself than you even wanted to know. And is it a, a good story, like with a proper moral? Not at all. It's how I ended up from one place to another place by taking the worst back roads in the world, honestly. I could have easily <laughs> changed myself, like, if you think about it, by going on that website, like, four years ago, and I, you know, might have ended up in the same place. Or I'd be completely different. Who knows? But change is nothing to fear. Change will hurt sometimes. Change will be scary. And sometimes change is good. I've gone through all kinds of different change, um, ranging from the big to the small. And where it's made me end up, I'm honestly okay with. I'm happy here. Uh, this is where I want to be. I'm comfortable and I feel good. If changes that you make end up somewhere where you don't want to be, make a new change. You don't always have to wait for the universe to change around you um, just to experience something new. You can always do the change yourself no matter how hard it is, or even if it is just rearranging your room so the bed constantly knocks your legs when you walk in the door for some reason. I don't know, you do you, besties. This is all I really wanted to say. This episode is okay. Uh, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to nominate for the Volunteer Awards. And I'm sorry that you had to hear about my life. Bye! Thank you for listening to the Youth Impact on ORFM. Go out and find your impact. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the Air.